Welcome back to the basement, fellow music lovers. You're now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses the Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, as usual. I think this is the podcast uh, I know we've all been waiting for for a, a good damn while. Uh, this is this is this is what it's all been building up to in 2016. Talking about Freak Ocean's Blonde, uh, the the saga in short. Four years ago, he released Channel Orange. It was a motherfucker of an album. Since that time, we have waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited some more uh, for the follow-up. There have been some false starts, some uh, not-so-true announcements, which we're going to be talking about. There's been hype building. There's been hype deflating, hype overflowing. It is all. It is the story of, of not just Frank Ocean. It is the story of all of us. But now... Uh, not only is his follow-up uh, blonde here, his uh, it has a visual album out called Endless, and uh, so we're we're here. Uh, this is the long and the shortest episode today. Is that we're we're just going to talk about that. Uh, this is this is we're going to lay down some tough love here. Uh, I don't know if you've experienced Endless or if you've experienced Blonde. I would suggest that if you have, uh, that you know you're going to get a little bit more out of this. Uh, so if you haven't heard him yet. Uh, go take a listen. You know, figure out how to listen to it. If you if you don't have Apple Music, there it's out there. Uh, Endless, same way, it's out there. And uh, and then and then come back uh, because this is not your uh, this is not your average dissection of an album here. Um, this is us sort of bearing our our very real and raw feelings about an album that uh, that does the same to uh, to what effect we we do not know. We're, we're about to discover. So that's it. That's the podcast this week. Um, we're going to be doing that, and we're going to be playing a little track by an artist that we absolutely love, uh, No Name, at the end of this. Uh, so if you are ready, uh, if you are prepared, if you've done your homework, here we go. This is episode number 212 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, where we're sitting down with Eduardo and Marcus Dowling to review Frank Ocean's Blonde. Okay. It comes here. And it finishes here. Two men enter. One man. Merely a two-word review. Just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up and go That right there is a wonderful sound. up but yeah it's like everybody got to that Beatles thing and it's like whoa and I'm like oh all the white people are listening to Frank Ocean right now yes yes uh, I mean there's a Beatles is, quote on that Avalanche's album that's I not mean, gonna <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into all this there, yeah, this, this album will. hit like a hundred points on for me I was just like <laughs> you you silly people excellent uh where do you guys want to start Let's just jump in. Yeah, Shit. Jump let's in. let's 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 go all the way back to last July and the promise of boys don't cry. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell the story, Eduardo. Well, I don't fucking know the story. Did we get boys don't cry? No, I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> like, does boys don't cry back exist in July, somewhere? Back last July. Uh, cryptic tweet was it, or was it an Instagram post or was it was Snapchat? It was, I, it was I don't think it was yeah. an Instagram. Instagram post that said, "I got two versions." Yep. Sitting next to a stack of magazines. 
Yeah. Saying July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. July came and went. Winter came. Seasons changed. Seasons Man, changed. Things rearranged. <laughs> but it all stays the same. Trump like has the risen to power. Strange. No. Trump has not risen to power. Um, and, uh, and that would certainly change the narrative for this record completely. Was, <laughs> there's a lot of things that could. And, uh, you know, as as time went by, we, we forgot about Frank. And then all of a sudden, something would happen and be like, oh, Frank, watch. And then, and then there were nothing. Like, I think you left out like three false starts, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, it's funny. Like in retrospect, now that this 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 thing has emerged um, and is you know leaked across multiple forms of media, um, <laughs> boys don't cry was like the rec- like the name of the record when when Frank was 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 mad. Yeah, and he was mad and angry. I'm not uh, gonna cry. Yeah, because I had sex with a man who then decided he did not want to be with me. And I was emotionally invested in said man, and now my life sucks. Um, we get blonde after he had some kind of acid trip flashback yeah, yeah, dream, yeah. and I mean we can actually call this what yeah. it is because there's clear allusions to drugs on this record, like on both both records. Um, so so weed, the album is weed in the glitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> weed. The, glitter. Yes. <laughs> the, the only thing you need is autotuning on that, and I'm Frank Ocean. Jesus, the al- so. the album title is spelled blonde with an e at the end. On the yeah. cover, there's no e. And I think it's because he took all the E's. I think there it is. All of them. <laughs> yeah. All of them at the same time. But so, we're we're going to get to that. Yeah, so you get so this. The, so the story was, yeah. we waited a long fucking time for Frank Ocean to drop his album. And then last week, it started to look like, shit, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we had uh, the dreaded visual album dropped on Apple Music. Now, I was sitting up late at night, and I got lots of texts uh, from Mauricio, actually, was texting me. He's like, this is happening. I was like, okay, it's, mi- <laughs> it's midnight. I'm going to sleep. Uh, and then, and actually, <laughs> I saw Moore's tweet the next morning. It's like, if any motherfucker <laughs> like, has a review up, I don't even know. I just shake my head, yes. which is amazing. And, um, and uh, you know, but, but I did get up in the morning and, uh, and, and watch this, this sort of uh, album trailer gone wrong. And and this was this was the first volley in in the Boys Don't Cry saga that is now, I think, come to a close. We don't know for sure yet, though. Uh, Eduardo, you watched it today. I sure did. And uh, we listened to it. <laughs> We've obtained a tracked out audio version. The way, honestly, it should have been released. Yeah. Uh, because unless you're Beyonce, uh, in, especially in 2016, you can't do a visual album. Mm-hmm. And watching a guy make some stares. You don't understand. Is, is not, the, well, the, well, the illusion <laughs> that is in the stairs, Kevin. Well, you know, I, 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 did slowly... enjoy, I did enjoy the tweets because they were like, he's building the stairway so he can drop the album from the top, which would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Yes, yeah. But instead what we got was uh, uh, about 40 minutes of crap and one awesome techno tune. Yes. Which is the best part of the thing. But, oh, it's so but, good. But the it's rest so of it good. is like the worst HGTV show ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and um, so at any rate, people were freaking out about that. Like, oh, my God, new music from Frank. Uh, and this is the culture we're in. This is what we... Uh, yeah, as Brianna put up when we talked about this yeah. uh, on the Telephone podcast, I think. Um, she was like, you know, time was when albums didn't come out every day and, and you had to wait for yeah. you. So this, it shouldn't be that big a deal. And I, I agreed with her then. 
I agree with her now. Well, I especially agree with her now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. um, so, so w- what happened after that was to be expected. You know, you had the New York Times piece a couple weeks earlier saying it was going to drop. It didn't. And all of a sudden you have the same source saying, no, 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 this time there's more. They actually followed through, though, because yeah. the very next night at 11, uh, Nikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The video for Nikes, which I just showed Eduardo. Uh, as naked as Cass McCombs' uh, Medusa's Outhouse, yeah. po- possibly a better video, I There think. are a bunch of skinny, undressed people in yes. L.A. making a lot of money being in video clips right now. Or probably not making money, but just having a really fun uh, night. Just, just, just being on camera. <laughs> just, hey, just getting, getting, paid, yeah. getting paid an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so white you're talking about the lines. porn industry. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and that track was not in the endless stream. Uh, which was still going at that time. Mm-hmm. 140 and hours, man. We'll we'll get to that too, because I I don't know shit about that. But I Paul sent me some, <laughs> and um and then finally, like Saturday night in the middle of the Olympics. In fact, was this right after the Brazil win? Uh, it, it had it to have been. Was, actually, it had to have been because, because that was yeah. We were watching the Brazil win. He might have, he might have been watching. He the might Brazil have. Match. He might have. <laughs> Well, the way the re- what we found out today may actually yeah, I think we're we're onto we're, something. We're here. onto something here. So, so finally, uh, "Boys Don't Cry" doesn't drop an album called "Blonde," an b- album that is spelled two ways. Uh, right before that, there was some tweets. There was going to be some pop ups in was it London, New York, uh, L.A., yeah. and Chicago? Yes, yes. Uh, four pop-ups in newsstands where they replaced everything in the newsstand with nothing but the Boys Don't Cry magazine. A 300-page, I believe that's the page count, yes. of uh, ramblings, including a poem by Kanye West about, about McDonald's, French, about McDonald's uh, photos uh, of all this year. And, you know, clearly, as we've noted uh, off-mic a bunch, uh, Frank's been busy. <laughs> and, yeah. and anyway, so, but... But let the record show there's two there's two types of busy, right? There's Marcus busy. <laughs> yeah. Which is that there's by, a, there's by, always by the time types. he gets yeah. home tonight, he'll have written like four mm. things that will have dropped on Facebook in the time it takes me to yeah. get home. And then there's apparently what Frank has been busy yeah. doing, which is Yo. still well, we're, a bit of a we're getting to it. We're getting to it. <laughs> we're getting to it. It's so it. finally at around I guess it was like eight o'clock, we get to hear uh, not boys don't cry, but blonde. Yeah. Uh, picture of Frank on the cover with green hair. Uh, I think everybody tuned in at once. In fact, it was streamed on Beats Radio, mm-hmm. which was good. I mean, this was an exclusive stream to Apple, mm-hmm. which uh, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> this, this, yeah. Uh, this is like every Chunky Glass. This is every, every once, pocket. But, right? you know, it is the reason we doubled up this year so that we would have visibility. So when this happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. um, uh, and... Uh, we sat upstairs, my lady and I, and and listened to it like in real time, like basically as it rolled out. And that was a, a an experience that I think that's how you can experience albums. And I think that's not a time when you judge an album, yeah. But yeah. now we're in the time when we judge. The album. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yes, yes. So what we're left with here is if you're a fan of Channel Orange, which I was, I called it the uh, OK Computer of hip hop and soul. I, mm-hmm. I think you guys agree that. And in fact, Chris Richards uh, called Blonde the possibly the Kid A of uh, of hip hop and soul mm-hmm. in his write up in the Washington Post. Except the difference is 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 the impact that each of these albums had. And so, OK Computer was a motherfucker of an album. Channel yeah. Orge was 
not just a motherfucker of a soul album. It was a a guy, a young black man coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And writing songs about fucking another guy, which there's no problem with that unless you're in the hip hop community. And, and then, there, and then, and then, and you know, you know, oh, I know. And, 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 and so this was a, a, a massive thing, especially coming out of odd future, mm-hmm. um, you know, who for all their greatness and what they've done, same homophobia is in a lot of their lyrics as any other hip hop yeah. date. Uh, and see, I think I was listening to Nostalgia Ultra, the mixtape today. I think even in Frank's music, there's some. So yeah. it's a very confusing uh, thing. But at any rate, Channel Orange was the statement about that. It was real, honest to God, modern soul music. And to my mind, like moving soul music ahead into the 21st century. We had, and you can correct me if you guys disagree, reason to suspect that maybe this was this guy's career. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But this is this is what this guy is doing. But as all expectations are always trash. Like what we have is is sort of a uh, a mishmash of druggy, uh, confessional, uh, self loathing, uh, uh, pastiches, and and just just collages of sound that don't so much add up to an album as they add up to a a feeling, uh, and. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it and not in the way like my mind is blown. Yeah. No, uh, okay. And, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying whether it's good or bad right now because I want to discuss it because I've been listening, I've been listening to this nonstop and, <laughs> and, sorry, and trying, trying to figure this out, but I want to discuss it with you guys to figure out like what exactly is going on here. So who, who wants to, who I'll, wants to get in? I'll, I'll start. Um, okay. So let's also toss into this conversation. The fact that Frank Ocean clearly does not want to have a record deal with a mainstream uh, right that happened label. today. Mm-hmm. So it happened today. He doesn't want to be with Def Jam. He doesn't want to be with anybody who releases music in traditional means. Yeah, um, that's a thing that he doesn't want to do anymore because Endless fulfilled the contract with Def Def Jam. Yes, Endless. In case you aren't familiar with the old uh, <laughs> record label move or the artist move on record labels, it's yeah. like oh. You you want me to fulfill this thing? Like I'll put out a greatest hits album. I'll put out four of them. Right. right. And so right. endless, which is let's let's pass judgment on that. It's terrible. Endless is terrible. So no, it but, doesn't even try. Like no, it doesn't even try. Is, to be terrible, but, it has to okay fail at something. Here, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. that. We'll just, get to that all, those, sink all in. those things. Okay. So um, here's the thing. Frank Ocean was the first great artist of the hipster generation like unequivocally great like this man is unapproachably right black like we didn't have a black guy who's like me we had cuddy but cuddy kind of like fell off and right 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 into the, the ether but frank created and had himself a moment yes with, he was with channel Orange. he was the yeah. guy yeah this is these are two records that show what happens when you are <laughs> the guy and you have all of the money all of the power all of the sex, all of the drugs, <laughs> all of the mayhem, all of the everything, all of the absurdity yeah. of life that comes when there is only one of you and nobody else can be you. So this is almost expected. Like, I think that at some point he goes, I don't want to have a record deal with Def Jam, which immediately impacts the release date of this record, because mm-hmm. when he's like, I don't want to have an album deal. 
Def Jam knows this. They can't release this record and lose Frank Ocean. Right. Because they're looking at their right. bottom line and they're going, okay, so when is the fiscal year in? Yeah, yeah. so how much right. money are we going to throw? Yeah. Right. Like, how much money change, are we going to Change his mind, yeah. Right. Like, eh, we're not going to put that record out on you. Why? Well, we don't want to lose our, our ass. So, yeah. sorry. Sorry, Frank. You, we, we know you want to go. <laughs> we, we, we're going to have to let you go because you're not going to put anything out. You're not talking. You're not doing anything. Right, right. You're just kind of taking drugs in California. And that's <laughs> what we know. So, well, uh, we, we can't really do anything about that. So, you get that. And that's a key part of this. Both of these records is the idea that Frank's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And now he's like, all right. I'm doing lots and lots and lots and lots of drugs. <laughs> lots of them because Did that's what kids... Did you mention there's lots of drugs on this album? Yes, <laughs> because that's what kids do. I, a good friend, it was like his, his kid was anticipating this album, and, and, I, and I was chatting with him this morning, and I was like, hey, uh, by the way, this album is about lots of drugs and a uh, busted relationship with uh, this other guy. Which is something your, uh, I think, eleven year old is not going to understand. Yeah, it's right. not. This is not a kid appropriate album. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you do all of that, and then you like toss into this. Like, there's a breakup. So maybe Frank should have put out this record. I think that there's one thing that we learned about this record is that like, a Frank Ocean was not prepared for mainstream musical success. He was he was comically unprepared. I think that's the one like thing we're gonna learn about 2016 yep. in general mm. is that everybody was comically unprepared for everything. Kanye West was comically unprepared for freedom. Title was com title was comically unprepared to be a releasing <laughs> portal for music. Everything, <laughs> everything. Uh, you know, like God, Jesus. Um, Jay Z is woefully unprepared for being a billionaire yeah. at any point. Uh, Frank yeah. Ocean just didn't want to be a, a star. Like a lot of it, it's funny because he was originally part of the Odd Future Collective, which, you know, anything about Odd Future, none of these kids ever wanted to be more than dudes who were cool on the internet and girls who were cool on the internet. Well, and, yeah. uh, and that's yeah. one of the most charming points in the album. After the uh, the final song, there's that stu stuff interviewing Frank, and it's obviously when he's a kid, and it's, obvi yeah. and it's mm -hmm. obviously, and it's the type of thing if you, uh, I, I can't speak for you guys, but if... If you ever were creatively inclined and, and you played these games, you know, where you're like, I, I'm the interviewer and you're the guy, what do you want? And right. and, and it's yeah. this charming, like, cap off uh, to a song about, you know, <laughs> him, him thinking he's a god, which is... Because <laughs> well, somebody told him along the way, because, because some, some feeble-minded record, record industry executive told him this. Yeah. And that's what happened, and now, uh, and and, so, so and I know he doesn't believe let, any of that. Let's start in on, on the on the fame part before, because we we do I do want to talk a lot about the music on this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. As, but it, but the music's but, better than. The, but the, I think there's yeah, a context to like getting to this music that you know, starting with Nikes and then ending with the uh, the last song. What is it? Freedom. Yeah, uh, Futura Free. F Future Free. Future Free. Starting with the, those two, it's that theme and that line of like, uh, I, like I may be a, a god, but I'll care for you, and you know that is something that has been like Kanye's music gospel, Chance's music yeah, gospel. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I will uh, say there's uh, he executed gospel, future funk gospel in a better way than either of them did, and we're going to yeah. talk mm -hmm. about that for sure. Um, but this idea that this kid. Who hasn't toured much? No. Who has legitimately one album out? That it got into his head that he is of that stature of fame. Like I don't. I, and I remember when we reviewed Channel Orange, 
people were upset because they didn't have beats. They didn't understand it. Like and that's <laughs> right. what they wanted, or right. they wanted something like Novocaine, which is yeah. which isn't even like uh, that's a whole different thing. And that's uh, it's a <laughs> it's you, a weirdly prescient mixtape. You were still lying to people about liking girls, right? More than liking guys, right? 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 Lo- right. Novocaine's a lie, and yeah, and a song. Yeah. Well, he likes both apparently yeah, he says but, it's it's fluid but but it comes but if you listen that, if you yeah, listen to novocaine or, or you listen to that mixtape you can hear a lot of this this pastiche of not just the music that that you would expect from a hip-hop artist yeah. he's he's pulling from a kid who grew up in la mm-hmm. like who heard like the eagles on the radio who heard mm-hmm. fucking uh what's the other sample in there uh uh feels it's not um uh, yeah, oh those yeah, guys yeah. you know what i'm talking about uh, it's uh electric feel Oh, uh, MGMT. Yes, MGMT. Yeah. Like yeah. so, so he's in that thing, and very much like Khan, mm-hmm. like Brandon Perry, in, in that you know when we were asking him about the music he listens to, it's not about like oh I just listen to hip hop. It's like you had a radio on, and it's not the sixties or the seventies anymore. All the stuff, the radio is the radio is what it is. Yeah. So you have all these influences, but how? Like I get, did I miss it that? He wasn't the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> like, okay, I, that, that's the point I'm trying to get to because acid is a hell of a drug, man. Okay, no, I, I agree. LSD is a that, hell of a drug. Okay, it's the idea that like when somebody tells you, like, I get the sense that like Frank Ocean was told that he was great at some he point great, in the making yeah. of this of this. No, 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 no. But great to a level where like Marvin Gaye should roll over at his grave and vacate his grave. And you that know, takes years to determine, though. <laughs> right, but but no, but somebody but, yeah. told him that. Right, but somebody saying. told him yeah. that. Somebody staked their professional career on. Well, actually, let's look at the rollout of of this of these these two pieces yeah. of music and this video and this magazine and mm. this partridge and this pear tree that came out. <laughs> and, and let's say that the entire music industry wagered all of their credibility on Frank Ocean being the past, present, and future of rhythm and blues. Right, all of them stood up in unison the people that have left in these offices of these you know these these high towered offices in LA they all sat there and said this man is the man he is the one he is the millennial god that we can trust we will trust all in him we will put all the money all of the fame <laughs> all of the wealth all of the everything all into the him yeah and instead of putting out like a 12 track album that was like neatly put together with like you know, six different producers and maybe five different, you know, like guest spots. We have yeah. 35 tracks, a video, and a magazine. 18, motherfucker. Look at it. need to stop. He did, he did 35 tracks worth of material. That was first tweet that morning. I know. He did 35 tracks worth of material. Yeah. One of which he put together to a video of him making stairs, which I understand, <laughs> right? Like, I get, you know, like, we're, we're artists now. We all can do whatever we want and... You know, records don't sell, so do whatever you want I with that. I don't understand. But you, well, but, so because records don't sell, you could be an artist now, and you could do artistic things with your content as music. But if I build a staircase, I'm not an artist. I mean, yeah. I, I'm an artisan, but and <laughs> nice. well, but that and gets to the point of what is content then? Like that's yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. Like he's the 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 greatest thing about this record to me is that it proves that content is content. And that people just want content. So if people just want content, there's two ways to look at it. You could rip open your soul and say, here's everything I've done over the last right. four years. Right. Or you could say, you know, I'm going to like, like Kendrick Lamar, you know, got into the studio with all of his friends and said, okay, 
here's the deal. We're going to, you're going to play this and I'm going to play that. And we're going to do this and boom, boom, yeah. boom. And we're yeah. going to put this out and it's going to be better than everything else that comes out this year. I don't know if he thinks he's trolling people with that video though. Like I think like, like part of me thinks that like, that like somehow, and again, I, I, I'm, you know, LSD can, can really alter your brain chemistry in, in significant and lasting ways. Um, the, cause the problem with the visual album is that because the music on itself isn't good, you know, mediocre albums come out all the time. But if you're going to make me sit down and listen to a mediocre album while I watch nothing happen for 45 minutes, now you're wasting my time. No, but you see, right? that's art, man. That's yeah, art. but it's not. It's, but that, like, that, well, that actually plays to what you were just saying about yeah. content being content. And that's a gross thought that, that we're in an age where people in, in talented people can are, are just like, I, I don't know if it's fed up is the right word, but would sacrifice their cachet, uh, their legitimacy and just turn out quote unquote content. But I think, yeah. he, but I think he thinks it's, I think he thinks the video is good. I think he thinks well, the video is, is, is a <laughs> right? thing. I mean, if you're, he's, if not, you're he's, he's not trying to make a commentary yeah. on the nature well, of, we've all been 25. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, right. If you're, if you're 25 trying, and super high, yeah. if you're trying to get out of a record <laughs> yeah. deal and you're okay. So there was a video that like showed me everything I need to know about Frank Ocean right now. He was racing cars with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Right. In front of his house. <laughs> That's all I need to know. Yeah. Like when you're that high and you're racing cars with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. I, I know who you are. I know what you're doing. I know why you're doing it. I know what you think about the record industry when you have a record coming out literally days later, like the most important album of your career. And you're just like, I'm out here. Like, so, but, but I always default to, uh, and and I, I agree with your assessment of that, but I always default to like, so if that's where you're at, why even bother making the album? You know, if you, if you legitimately don't care, because what it is, is like, it comes off as an insecurity. It's like, oh, I'm just doing my thing, but then, but I'm still making an album and I want you guys to care. He doesn't, uh, I don't think he really wants us to care. Of course he does. You don't put something out unless you want people to care. <sighs> You, have to, you I, keep it to yourself. He would never come out with an album. Nobody would ever come out with an album. He needed to get rid of a record deal. I think. That, I agree. With, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. I think that what we're looking at is Frank Ocean is an artist who is working towards negative zero. Like, right. He's at a point where he's like, <laughs> okay, so I've built my career up to this point, and it's like I don't like this point because this point is awkward. It's uncomfortable. I can't sustain a relationship. I told the entire world, like Frank Ocean told the entire fucking world, basically I'm gay and I'm looking for a man. Yeah. He yeah. did that. Yeah. And then a man came along yeah. and broke his heart. And now he's like, okay, so that was really stupid. I should have told the entire <laughs> world that I was looking for someone when all I was going to get back was like some shitty guy. You know, like it's, it's that kind of thing where well, it's like, okay, that's a, that's a, so you're, you're all the way up there. So now you just want to get back to negative zero. Uh, so you're just like whittling away at all of the quote unquote credibility that you've created as an artist. Mm -hmm. So he literally threw out every single thing that I feel like he felt was good that he had made that could like yeah. get his quote unquote fan base excited about his quote unquote content. So there's like an Aaliyah. I mean, if you look at it, it's just kind of haphazard. It's like, well, nice there's still well, guest stars like all over this, yeah. which is a, the entire album's guest stars. If, if, 
you're in Frank Ocean. You're hanging out with these people on a daily basis. Which is something I want right. to get into. And, you know, you're going to say something. But I, but I want to play a track at this point. Yeah. Do it. And I want to play a track ex- exactly to what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the track Nikes, it leads off the album. Right. And then, like, if you don't, I mean, the last line is like, is only awkward if you're fucking him too. So, yeah. like, that's, <laughs> so, so this is Nikes off of Blonde. We gon' see the future first Living so the last night Feels like a past life Speaking of the don't know what got into people Devil be possessor homies Demons try to body jump Why you think I'm in this bitch When the fucking yarmulke Acid on me like the rain Weed crumbles in the glitter Rain Glitter We laid out on the sweat flow Away turf, no astro Mesmerize how the strobes glow Look at all the people feet dance I know that your nigga came with you, but he ain't 
with you The only human and it's humid in these bar mains I mean my balls sticking to my jeans We breathe the pheromones and rose Sipping pink gold lemonades Feel it I may be younger But I look after you We're not in love But I make love to you When you're not here I'll save some for you I'm not him But I mean something to you I mean something Nikes off of uh, Blonde and Frank Ocean. I mean, and, you know, I think we were getting our, our yayas out, our, our bitches out. I mean, we still have some bitches to go, but but we were getting our, our yayas out about that. But that, I mean, as a, as a piece of music, that, that's gorgeous. And what he's doing uh, as far as with his vocals up front, uh, just the narrative of that is, is it's stunning. And it, and it is what you would have expected the next step from Channel Orange to be. Yep. Problem is, <laughs> is that it didn't sustain. It, it, I mean, it just does not sustain through the whole album. So that's what we want to get into and talk a little bit about the music and, and the, uh, and what works and what does not. Uh, but Marcus, before you, yeah, you yeah, start yeah. talking, Eduardo, yeah, you were going to say something course, before we went to this track. So I was going to, what was I going to say? Um, I think, what I was going to say, oh, I know what I was going to say. And actually it's, it's appropriate to say it after that reference to acid, which is part of, I guess I'm sort of glad that kids still do acid. Cause I assume yeah. that post like ecstasy and whatever else yeah. has come along since then. And yeah, I'm not current with, uh, with club drugs, like, but, but great. Kids are still doing acid. Um, <laughs> don't don't take acid if you're already sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my bad, like please. like I, because it's already I, a motherfucker of a drug I, when you think you're happy and I, you realize that you're not during the trip. But if yeah, to me, um, there's an era, there's an era of L.A. like rock that people you know romanticize where it was like you know the Eagles and mm-hmm. uh you know like uh, Linda Ronstadt and all these yeah. people were all kind of in Laurel Canyon hanging out and having fun. Um, doing a lot of drugs and a lot of partying. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing is happening in LA right now. And that's actually what I want to get into. Yeah. Like people don't understand it. Like everybody that's on this record is all, they're all in LA. He didn't leave mm-hmm. the cocoon. Like Kanye's on this record. He's in LA. Kendrick's on this record. He's in LA. James Blake is in LA. Right. Like mm-hmm. all these people. So you get the sense that like Frank's like at the juice bar. At like two thirty in the afternoon, he walks in and having, James, ju- having just woken up having and, ri- just and ripped like eight bong hits on right. his way out. Yeah. yeah, and then James Blake, the great bass music producer, is sitting at the juice bar. Quote unquote, great. You know, but <laughs> hey, 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 hey. For for a generation of kids, he you're, is you're the, right. The introduction that to is bass a, that music. is a true statement, Marcus. Yes, it is. You're correct. <laughs> I'm glad to make true statements. I like doing yeah. that. 
But uh, so anyway, so like there, right, so James Blake is at the juice bar, drinking a juice, and Frank goes, "Hey James, how are you?" And James is like, "Good. Did you just wake up? Yeah. Where'd you go last night? Low end theory. Went out and saw the Brave Feeder guys. They killed it as per usual. Yeah. Are you working on anything right now? Because I have to finish an album." I don't think I have like enough done, but like (laughs) I'm finishing an album, you know, so like you got anything and James Blake just kind of plugs in a thumb drive. We're talking about a sweatboard and he just plops like 12 beats on there and he's like, I don't know if you could do anything with this. Like I'm just making stuff right now. Right. So have at it, have fun, do something. And that's kind of what's going on right now. It's like a really freewheeling, wide open space. So a record that's disjointed and largely doesn't make sense to people who like pride themselves on like really understanding the history and theory of music makes all the sense in the world because that's kind of like what his creative circle is right now. Yeah, yeah. And I said this to both of you guys separately, but like I think what's going on is uh and correct me if I'm I'm wrong about the generation of this, Marcus, but this is probably like only the second generation out where black musicians have like in the public eye gotten like full public approval for doing anything like anything second, period. Second generation, yes. Yeah, that, that's outside the, that's the second a, generation. That's outside of the traditional. Because you had Motown you had Motown and that was the one thing, and then the eighties were really bad for I mean, you had great Quiet Storm, but there's nothing until the late eighties yeah, and, yeah, and early right. hip hop. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. maybe it's second or third. I'd say it's but, the second for sure. But I, I feel like you know, in in the music world large, writ large, uh, we know that uh, you can do anything you want. Right now, there's pop music that just does whatever. But but yeah. we know now, and that is, uh, I I would say, indie rock's fault. <laughs> <sighs> you know, in, in the early nineties. I mean, it, it's it, been discussed on this podcast yeah, and killed on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it has, and we might do it again right now. Uh, you know, when you had that explosion of grunge, like taking right. over what it, it had become. But, but the idea that you can do anything, and we celebrate artists like that, uh, except for Eduardo, who does not like Radiohead. No, you do, but not the new album. And and, and uh, to be fair, you're right. That yeah. new album sucks. Uh, but, but you have. I see this in Kanye, who's a little bit older. Yeah. I see this in Chance. Yeah. I went and listened to it. I see it definitely listening to Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah. Uh, I see it in the various modes of Frank. You have these, this generation of quote-unquote kids coming up who've been told their whole lives, you can't do that. And so they're doing stuff that you can't do, but it's not stuff that is necessarily mind-blowing it's mind-blowing to that set if you follow me yeah yeah i, I know exactly you, what you, you mean. follow me so I know exactly what so you mean. and what you end up with is like this guitar this album is is super guitar heavy yeah mm-hmm. if you told me you could take out a few parts of this album and, and say is this a bonnie Vare album i'd say probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh and and i think uh bonnie Vare has the same problem going on right now in fact his last two singles i listened to <laughs> yeah uh which is entirely weird because like yeah uh, also, take this moment to say shame on the Minneapolis writer who attributed auto tune in hip hop to Justin Vernon. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> so right. shame on you, right hey now. There's, uh, there's a very sad article about T Pain in the New Yorker that came out a few years ago that everyone should read. Yeah. Oh, it's That's, so good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but you know, so it goes, and 
and so I think what we're seeing is whereas Channel Orange played very much into the soul yeah. thing and it played into storytelling. It 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 used skits like old hip hop, yeah. but they were different skits. This plays into like uh, like it it taking the acid, imagining himself as like oh look what Radiohead did because he's clearly a Radiohead fan. Oh, yeah. very, Johnny yeah. Green was on this album, yeah, exactly. yeah, so, right. so uh, and and with that in mind, like that's I'm I'm so very torn about what happens, what unfolds on this album. You go you go through this Nikes we just heard mm-hmm. Ivy. Is yeah. is just an indie rock like folk song played with a guitar. Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, Pink and white uh, is good. Be yourself uh, solo. Yes, is probably the best song on the album. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and, and the both, solo reprise and yeah. solo yes. with, with yeah. Andre three thousand. Yes, um, which so. which what's funny about that too is that the uh, the song immediately following that, pretty sweet, could have ended up on Equemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and and so it's this it's this frustrating like back and forth between not hitting the mark and then but knocking it completely out of the park that after listening to it for so long like I'm I'm confused the tracking and the pacing on this album are definitely they feel like a work in progress oh, like mm-hmm. the tempo never really don't say that because because Kanye is going to get I up know, in this shit. I know, Man, Kanye is... Whatever. <laughs> oh, okay, we can go with Kanye and his multi-number of issues these these days on a different podcast. Um, <laughs> there's a triangulation that's happening right now in uh, soul music, I feel like. There's, like, classic soul of not, like, the, you know, Motown stacks, like, dressed-up guys in suits variety, ab. but more like the... Right, Ab and Parliament Funkadelic yeah. and yeah, yeah, Earth, yeah. Wind, Fire, Soul. Yeah. Like, that's over here that's mm-hmm. got, like, you know, 37 instruments that you haven't heard before in conjunction playing with each other. Like, that soul. Then you have indie rock, because indie rock was the thing that was hot in, like, 2002, 2003, when all of these weird black kids discovered the internet and started downloading all this shit right, for right. free 99. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have... <laughs> free 99. Free 99. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a price. <laughs> And then you have, in the midst of all that, you have, like, great rapping. Yeah. Like, yeah. great rapping. Like, yeah. Andre 3000 is has been on two Frank Ocean releases now because Frank Ocean, I'm pretty sure, believes that Andre 3000 is the best rapper that ever lived. No Name well, Gypsy he, also believes that Andre 3000 is the best well, rapper that be. ever lived. I mean, that's... that's I, I, yeah. Marcus Dowling believes that Andre 3000 <laughs> yeah. is the best rapper I mean, that ever lived. I mean, let's... Yeah, let's... Yeah. So in, in that triangulation, there's something in the middle there. And now we're just searching for the sweet spot. Nobody's really found it yet, but there's a sweet spot between like all of this stuff. We're like, okay, so we're, we're and you, you get it on Nikes. Like Nikes is like as close as I think mm-hmm. Frank maybe has gotten to it. Like super rich kids, as you say, or yeah. pink matter, as I say, <laughs> you know, like there's, there's those. There's you incorrectly like, say. Right, <laughs> right. But, but take, but so to compare uh, to go back to Channel Orange, because I think I think really part of part of the problem with this album is that um, it pales by comparison to Channel Orange. Yeah. And without Channel Orange, I'm not even sure how much we would be talking about yeah. this album. No, exactly. Um, so you take a, like an obvious straight ahead song like Lost on Channel Orange, which is a song that is full of pain, full of ambivalence. It's mm-hmm. explicitly about being in a dark place, but it has this just 
ama- like the sound on it is amazing. It has it's dynamic. It's it's a song that does things and and goes places. Um, it feels full. It feels like a fully formed idea, and it's realized. There are very few songs on this album that feel that like check off all those boxes. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But so so to counter that point, like we're generally okay with that. I think uh, sometimes with other artists that aren't Frank Ocean. So what about yeah. this is not, because I mean, look, yeah. it, it, I, I don't think it works. I think, you know, it's unfair to compare album to album and that, right. that is, the, right. but you, you should talk about it and contextually. And I mean, the difference is, is for me, channel orange, like starts, it hits a peak about halfway through and then it keeps going. Yeah. Then, then it really un, un like unveils and, and like realizes what this album is going to be. Yeah. This hits a peak like early the first song, and and it gets to about this is, this is front loaded. Yeah, it gets to yeah. about self control, and then the back yeah. is it's a little it, you know, it's a little it, messy. And maybe this is again a very insular album. I mean, it is. It's a it's an album yeah. about isolation. It's yeah. a it's a bedroom and headphones kind of right. album. Yeah. I think primarily. You ever have that one friend? That like is the friend who's like part of your circle, but you never really hear him say more than five words yeah. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's Frank Ocean. So uh, he's like one of your friends. Like you know this guy, and you think you know this guy, yeah. and you like yeah, is, okay. and you think that he's like yeah. part of what you do and cool with what you do and everything you do, and he looks like you and he sounds like you, and you guys drink the same beer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> then oh. you actually like sit him down, like away from the crew of people, and you say, "What are you really into?" And you just like hit the right nerve and just everything spells out. <laughs> and you're just like, whoa, oh my God, we probably should have went there and there and there and there and, and maybe there and, and maybe there too. And I, I don't know, like what, what, what? It ends up in like a four hour conversation yeah, that you can't yeah. get out of. Right. And you're just scratching your head like, whoa, <laughs> this dude, that's what these two records feel like to me. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely the back half of this record. Yeah. You know, it, because it's a lot. I mean, the more I've listened to it, and the more in just talking with about it with you guys, like this is, I, I think it's very specifically about one dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think <laughs> which yeah, which as again, as an artistic statement, that's brave to do that. It's just when it doesn't work on you know songs like Good Guy. I don't think mm-hmm. Nights. You know, he tries yeah. to bring it back into the pop sphere, and he's already gone too weird for that. Uh, pretty sweet. Gets really weird. Facebook story. I mean... Yeah, I don't... Sebastian. Yeah. Shout out to Sebastian. Shout out to Ed Banger Records. <laughs> this is proof that, like, Frank Ocean is a real OG hipster, because he has Sebastian <laughs> yeah. from Ed Banger yeah. talking about Facebook on this record. <laughs> and I'm just like... He has a, he has a weird cover of uh, Close to You. Yep. Like, yeah. influenced by that. Uh and then the part that made all the uh, all the music journalists squeeze. A certain demographic. White, white Ferrari. <laughs> yep. That's not, not me. They, they, no, it's not. Because what happens in that song yeah. is, is he quotes here, there, and everywhere from the Beatles. Yeah, I know. And, and what I said about this at the time, and, and on I think I tweeted it out, but there's a very big difference between quoting someone like that yeah or doing something like that yeah and if you're excited that somebody like quoted the beatles like congratulations you you support like basic music competence (laughs) 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 
<laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like no, it's just like no, it's, oh, it's so much deeper. It than could that. get no. It could get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Yeah, it yeah, could go, get go worse. There, go there. Go if, there. If you're if you're a white person sitting here, be like. How does a black kid from L.A. know the Beatles? <laughs> then yeah, you right. need to uh, what, so what, many. What's the what's the phrase? Delete your account. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yes. because again, like him, like everybody fucking knows the Beatles. It being on an album by anybody is not remarkable. It's not a and stretch. It's not, remarkable it's not a stretch here. for anyone to quote thank, the Beatles. Anyone thank in you music, for saying right? that. Okay, here's a here's a funny thing about the Beatles though. Um, when the internet became free. Every single black person in the world downloaded every single Beatles album. It's Fuck one of the yeah, first. It's one of the first five things we all downloaded, because like the Beatles are a thing like to black people that like we just don't get because yeah. they're like the worst of the appropriators. Like Elvis, Elvis <laughs> yep. is a Elvis not, not is, the Rolling Stones, right? right yeah. Well, the, the Rolling Stones at least are like 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 when Mick Jagger cool. when Mick Jagger starts dancing, you can laugh at him. Okay, and you're like, oh, oh, they're funny. You can look at Elvis and you just get mad because Chuck D taught you how to get mad at Elvis. Yeah. You know, Elvis was the hero the most. He yeah. shit to me. You know, so yeah, <laughs> you get color. mad at him. <laughs> and then you're like, with like the Beatles, you're like, wow, just like some white dudes from, from Britain just, just, just appropriated our culture and just made a bunch of hits out of it and like built their entire career off of these appropriated songs. Well, well fuck them. But their songs are undeniably great. Yeah, that's the that's the sad part. Like with Elvis, it's all pastiche. With you know, like yeah. the Rolling Stones, it's all pastiche. It's all like Who, raise your hand in this room if you or if you're listening. This would be awkward. But if you're listening, raise your hand if you've ever been an Elvis fan. <laughs> Nobody's like, hand is I raised. Like Ve- I like Vegas Elvis, but that's it. Okay. But yeah, that's, yeah that's, I think yeah. I think there's a great late Elvis version of Bridge Over Troubled Water that oh, I think is fucking oh, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's so tacky. Hey, anyway, I'll, I'll do so some Swishes Minds any awesome. day of the week. So, yeah. you, so yeah. you you take all like you you look and so like when the internet became free, it was like that moment for like black people to look behind the wall and go, "What do we want to download first? Right? Because <laughs> all of this shit is free. There's uh the and be- and on and that like note the Beatles yeah oh I'll just download everything there is a great just a random plug here there's a great Ramsey Lewis trio recording uh, live at Bohemian Caverns from like the oh. mid '60s and they're playing Hard Day's Night and the crowd is singing along yes and you know mm-hmm. 67 66 Bohemian <laughs> Caverns like there were not yeah. a lot of white <laughs> like, federal bureaucrats in that crowd yeah, right 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 and just but, to yeah. hear the crowd singing along to Hard Day's Night like so genuinely yeah. is just fucking awesome in fact I just drove by the uh, the uh, I forget what it's called it, it was a Swamp Doodle was, was, oh yeah was thing. yeah the place up in, uh, uh, they're turning uh, the, the literally the first place the Beatles ever played in America uh, it's, an it's an REI it's an REI yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, coming, it's coming along yep but, <laughs> but we digress uh, you know the point of all that is to, to talk about like this this idea that uh, we would hope you know, we've talked a lot about, especially with you on here, Marcus, this year, about black music yes. versus white music. And when we yes. say that, uh, like, I think, say, let me know if you need to elaborate on this. What we're talking about is is not that, like, black people or people of color no. can make a certain music. It's it's a cultural thing that is real. Yes. Like, very that, real. that is very real. And, and it's, it's, you know, those distinctions are part of what makes everything we hear, everything we experience great, they also are causing a lot of problems. Yeah, I'll just say the opposite of post-racial is racial. Yeah, yep. okay. So it's yeah. racial. It's very much right. like... So, so we yeah, thought we were in a post-racial music. thing, but now, now we're in this, in, in this thing that we maybe expect when you're throwing in guitars and stuff, like, oh, this is post-racial, and I, and I don't think it is. Oh. I, think it's, I think it's him 
uh, a younger generation like buying into this racial yeah uh thing and and not quite understanding though yet like where it's coming from i keep coming back to that because you know you take a a thing like solo yeah mhm which um and i may be repeating myself but that organ on that uh kanye tried gospel mhm failed yeah chance tried gospel yep except for sunday candy yes failed failed this is new gospel. Mm-hmm. When that organ, we were listening to it upstairs. Yeah. And, 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 and it's the weirdest experience I've had with an album. Like, if I hear it in headphones, it doesn't matter. But sitting in front of, like, the system I have upstairs, having that organ blast out at you as if you were in a church is powerful. So I know somewhere in this thing is this, like, massive, like, supernova of talent that, that's been doing it. But... Those moments are so fleeting on this. Yeah. And and it's Go not you, oh. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a guy named Ty Tribbett. I met him when I did a I did a thing for Grammy. Uh he sat down with Richard Smallwood. Richard Smallwood is this like classic gospel artist. I mention this only because the things that are happening in, in gospel are very analogous to what's going on in with R and B's like ability to, to like get into this gospel thing. Like there are people that make gospel music that are all about being turnt. Like super <laughs> turnt right now. Like Ty Tribbett, if you watch it perform, he's like yelling and screaming, and a lot of his beats are influenced by trap. And you're just like, "What is this?" You know, like it's not gospel, yeah. But the spirit <laughs> is in the music, and when you hear the music, you're like, "Oh, that's undeniably gospel." Like the spirit's there, so you know the spirit. And that's the thing with what Frank does is that the spirit is there. Like mm-hmm. Kanye, the spirit it, is not there. It's like. No. Yeah, bad gospel, like you know. Chance, the spirit is there, but the talent is not. Sorry, Chance. Well, he, oh, well, he's too many guest stars. Yeah, oh, it's for, like, for a later podcast, but too many guest stars. God, on this it's shit. like Chance wants to be like Sam Cook, real bad, but like he's not like I. He's not like the guy. He's not this like is new to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me, he's like he wants to be like I want to be the the secular man who gotcha. understands oh, yeah, gospel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but. He doesn't like understand gospel. He just knew that he went to church. Yes. Yes. Right. So exactly. like that's the, it's the difference. Exactly. Like it's a real difference. Which is a good way to to as we start to like wrap this up to yeah. talk about this album is is that it feels like a lot of things that you don't know about that Frank doesn't know about, but he's heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. And, I think and, the- and how does that add up? Well, and and to compare it to an album that we talked about not too long ago, the Michael Kiwanuka album, yeah. you know, the um, there's that album is supposed to be about duality and love and hate. I don't really get, I get some pain in it. I don't really get hate or like a very deep, you know, psychic wound. Um, I get that from this album. Like this is clearly an yeah. album coming from a place of. It's anguish. not a happy listen. Yeah. No. no, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's an exhausting um and trying listen. Um. It, it, you know, I, I think you made a point earlier, Kevin, that there are plenty of faults or flaws in this album that we accept and tolerate from other artists. And in mm-hmm. fact, like every indie rock artist that I like has put out albums that are by definition half-baked and disjointed and, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and that end on yeah. a weird note and that don't really tell a story. Right. So, um, so it may not be fair yeah. to hold that standard against Frank, if not for Channel Orange. Yeah. Um, 
And if not for the fact that this album was, you know, its release story is now part of the album story, right? right. There's no such thing as talking about the album without talking about the 13 or so months um, yeah. between when it not, was promised. And not only that, I mean, let's, let's talk about like on a basic level, the fan base. Yeah. So, so let's, let's just to lay out what happened here. He's got a huge fan base. The hugest, huge, mm-hmm. dedicated fan yep. base. Literally everybody on the internet. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so what he did, what he did, he did not release his album. Then he put it behind a wall. Then he put it behind a a geo fenced wall right. because he had to get there. <laughs> right. And then like half assed, like half of it. Yeah. With endless. So, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I mean, that's the, you know, you know, Prince put out lesser works, but Prince also oh, yeah. released an album every eight months, give or take. Yes, right. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Comparing, I mean, I, that's going in the credits. That's the, that's the understatement of the year. Prince God, put out lesser works. God, co- comparing like Frank Ocean to Prince is like comparing. No, I think we should, because I think it's, I, it's, I, it's, it's like comparing Christmas ham to bologna. Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, yeah. Every eight months, Prince put out iconic songs that changed the way that we listen to music. <laughs> eight months ago, Frank Ocean had a dude break his heart. Yeah, and yeah. he like wrote some wrote some like pretty good, <laughs> pre- pretty pretty good songs. Yeah, about him. No, he he, he wrote some pretty good tone poems about. Yeah, him. Right, yeah some, right. Some some some. Right. Tone, some tonalities over well-produced yeah. music. Again, Christmas yeah. ham, bologna. Bologna is really good when you fry it up. Hell yeah! And you put some 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 cheese on it. No, 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 bro. Oh, just mustard, just, mustard, just mustard, mustard, mustard okay. and Wonder Bread. Just mustard, <laughs> and you get some Wonder Bread, and you're good. Yeah. Like, I Christmas, Christmas ham. That's a whole different other level. Yeah. Like, mm. he's not on the Christmas ham level. He's still on the really mm. good fried bologna level. And re- really good fried bologna is really good. It is. But it's not Christmas ham. Yeah. I I do have a challenge for uh. For, for listeners and for the media in general, which is the first person who can find an article that says Endless is the real masterpiece that came out and that Blonde is just an afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> will either get... Will that happen by Thursday? This is coming yeah. out on Thursday, so I mean, will that happen by Thursday? It could, like, like, someone is itching to write that. Someone who just wants to be internet famous for well, 36 well, I mean, hours. I, you know, back to... We, we, we referenced... Chris Richards uh, review and I'll put it in, in the uh, so good. In the show notes. It, it is a really good review. And you know, he, he mentions the value of space and the value of, of letting stuff breathe and how we don't often do that. And I, and I agree with that idea, but I didn't agree with him on the fact that whether or not this achieves that. Yeah. And, and because I think anytime you say something like that, it's like a challenge. It's, it's exactly like saying, well, you don't get it because you just don't get it, and that's that's not true. It's it's the leap of faith you have to take in order to make sure that Frank Ocean's fan base doesn't like lynch you on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just that's being right. real. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just being real. <laughs> that's why Chris couldn't come. We almost had by the way, we, had, we almost had Chris on the podcast, but he, he was like, sitting he, right there where I'm he, he, he was like he was like, Oh, this week's bad, this week's bad. I'm like, Oh, so now we know. No, if Chris, <laughs> Sorry, Chris. If Chris was sitting right where Eduardo was, I say the same thing to Chris. Yeah. Like I said real things to Chris once at U Haul about Wale that still will never see the light of day. <laughs> but you know, like I mean, there's real things. Like I have no I have no cut cards when I sit here and I do this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. None. So None. uh 
I, I think we, we we've talked this out. I think I, I know where I'm at. But uh, yeah. let's start with uh, start with you, Marcus. Where where are you at with this? Buy your mans in them and have them give it to you for free. Don't pay for this. Don't don't dare dare I dare you to not pay for this. Do that. <laughs> Do that. Good. Do not pay for this record at all whatsoever. Make sure that Frank Ocean knows that he needs to get back in the studio and do better work. So this is a pass. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Unequivocally. All right. Eduardo? I'm, uh, I've been all over the place with this album. I think, <laughs> I think, so I'm, I, I have like a really long day tomorrow and by <laughs> tomorrow night I will be tucking into seat, you know, 10C on a flight back from Chicago. Mm-hmm in just about 22 hours time and i will hopefully have had like three or four whiskeys by then and i'm then going to put this album on and see if on a flight back after like a 15 hour day with some liquor in me i can get to a place where it's where like i can sort of like i'm not you know i don't do those drugs anymore i'm not i'm not i'm not in that world frank so i can't i can't really go where this album needs me to so that's the closest i can get um I'm gonna stream until then. Though. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Is this the is this the accidental? I'm on the plane. The Wi-Fi is is good. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. Oops. Yeah. This, okay. this is Sky Mall. <laughs> this is <laughs> Sky Musical Sky Mall. What if you get? What if you sit in your seat and there's a copy of Boys Don't Cry, oh, which shit. by the way is going for like a thousand dollars on eBay. I heard. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh my god. Musical Sky Mall. This is the <laughs> next level. I uh, have. I think just in this podcast, like made clear my love for Channel Orange, uh, but I can't go there with this. Uh, this is this is a as a stream. I try it, uh, Patrick. If you're listening, that's what that means. We just don't <laughs> want to get sued by uh, sound opinions. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, check it out. I mean, now no, you can buy it on iTunes, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's exclusive. It won't be exclusive for long. Uh, you know, check it out. I I hope he's okay. I mean, <laughs> right. Um, Heartbreak and, sucks. And if an album comes along after this from him that contextualizes, like, starts to contextualize his career, then this will get a second look. Yeah, I this, think. Will, this yeah. will definitely get a second look. But as the second album out of the gate, like, it's just, it's. I'll check in it from time to time this year, but it's not. It's not going to stick with me. So, yeah. stream it. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for coming down and indulging this and talking about it. And thank you for listening to it for so. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it. Oh, yeah, all right. Cheers. Uh, later, guys. All right, guys. So I warned you up front that that was going to be a little bit of tough love. That was hard. That was a, there was a little haterade poured out. Uh, totally cop to that. That was actually a hard hard one to do because we didn't know where we were going to go with it. Uh, and uh, you know, there's there's as we mentioned, there's a lot of good things to say uh, about this record, uh, but at the same time, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of misfires. And I and I think we started to cover them. It's a larger discussion. I think we'll definitely be talking about this come the end of the year. Uh, because, for example, the, it just broke today that we just touched on that this is a uh, independent release now. Uh, he's out of his contract. Um, he is 
Uh, now, just on his own, I think his label is now going to be called Boys Don't Cry. That was the original name of the album. And uh, this is blowing up the news cycle now because what does this mean? Uh, what does it mean? We touched on it a little, but it, you know, it, it'll either shake up the industry or just mean nothing, uh, to be honest. But uh, but we're gonna keep an eye out. Uh, in the meantime, um, you know, if this wasn't your thing, uh, then we've got something I think at the back end of this that that is one hundred percent your thing, uh, or or it better be because what are you doing listening to us if you're not listening to this? Talking about No Names album Telephone, uh, we actually reviewed the album myself, Marcus Dowling, and uh, Brianna Younger a few weeks ago, and uh, and a lot of you guys chucked it out. But here's how this works, is that when we do something like, uh, say, Beyonce, or we do something like Rihanna, uh, we're going to get a lot more listens. And uh, basically, uh, we want to get all these people that are tuning in to hear us talk about Frank to uh, listen to No Name. So, here you go. This is lead-off track off of No Name's fantastic new album, Telephone, Yesterday. Don't really make me hope The magazine covers drenched in gold The dreams of granny and mansion and happy The little things I need to save my soul And I know The money don't really make me hope The magazine covers drenched in gold The dreams of granny and mansion and happy The little things I need to save my soul who am I, Gypsy Rap? Gypsy need her dollar back and all of that. My devil's only closer when I call him back. Lick her in the limelight. Lick her in the limelight with fine wine and ecstasy. You can have the rest of me. Basket case silhouette. Cigarette internet. Check my Twitter page for something holier than black death. Who am I, Gypsy Black? The vacancy of Hallelujah. Me hollow in my interviews. Me only wearing tennis shoes to clubs with dress codes. Cause fuck they clubs. Everything is everything. Me no name. Me niggas doing cocaine. Me missing brother Mike like something heavy. Me heart just wasn't ready. I wish I was a kid to catch. The sun is going down. When the dark is out to stay, I picture your smile. Like it was yesterday. When the sun is going down. When the dark is out to stay, I picture your smile. Like it was yesterday. When I remember memories don't last forever. When I deny my empty with an open letter Who gon' remember me? My satellite, my empathy The wheels be chrome, chrome, spiffy The Lord with me My halo said goodbye And the floor hit me Double mining in a pine box My granny filled a time slot Don't grow up too soon Don't blow the candles out Don't let them cops get you My granny almost sparrow I can see the wings The choir sings And not a da-da-da-da-da Only he can save my soul And I know money don't really make me whole the magazine covers drenched in gold the dreams of granny and mansion and happy the little things i need to save my soul when the sun is going down when the dark is out to stay i picture your smile like it was yesterday when the sun is going down when the dark is out to stay i picture your smile like it was yesterday
that was yesterday off of Telephone. Uh, it is one of the best albums of the year, hands down. Uh, if you don't have it yet, uh, first of all, it's free. You can, well, let me back up here. Uh, it started out as free. It's on SoundCloud. I believe it is still up there for free, but it's now on Bandcamp uh, as well as streaming services. But over at Bandcamp, you can pay what you want. Now, we are suggesting that you do pay what you want. So I'm going to make... The same offer that Eduardo here made on the on the previous podcast. We were talking about Lori McKenna, and Eduardo said uh, he loves the album so much that the first fifteen people who uh, who who reach out to him, he's going to buy him a copy. And the offers have been coming in, believe it or not. So so has <laughs> been buying a lot of Lori McKenna albums. Uh, so we're going to do this. Uh, first five people who respond to this who don't have telephone and want a copy and want to support her, uh, we're going to buy it. And we're gonna buy it for ten bucks off Bandcamp. Uh, that's the price. We, you know, we'll show you the receipt if you want. But uh, and we're gonna buy it. We're gonna gift it to you, and you will have it. Uh, that's how much we believe in that album. So, so there you go. Turning over a new leaf here at Chunky Glasses. We're putting our money where our mouth is. Uh, that's our podcast for this week. If you enjoyed what you were listening to, if this is the first time you're tuning in, especially. Uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can rate us up there. You can uh, leave comments on the website. If you think this whole conversation was bullshit and you disagree, please engage us. Talk talk with us. This is what this whole thing is about, talking. Uh, but you can listen to us on iTunes. You can do that also on Google Play. You can do it on Stitcher, on Mixcloud. I believe we are on Deezer now, and there's always the little player that's right there on the site. Uh, so lots of, lots of ways to check us out. Uh, coming up in the next few weeks, we're going to have some really good podcasts for you. On Monday, we're going to be taking on the new album from Cass McCombs. That album, Mangy Love, is 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 sort of the similar situation as Frank. We are it's it's tough love, but it's a, it's actually a really good album. So uh, we're going to be doing that, and then uh, Lydia Loveless at the end, which is definitely a tough love podcast. Maybe it's just tough love week or month. I don't know. We've been we've been going easy on that, and then uh, now we're now we're t- toughening up again. Uh, and then after that, uh, we're gonna have a little. Let's see, we got Riley Walker in the pipe. We're gonna circle back and touch on the Avalanches album. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the Wilco album coming up, and then uh, on I believe it's gonna be the eighth. Uh, don't quote me on that, but on the eighth, we're gonna have a fantastic conversation about uh, black alternative music. Uh, in the 90s and going forward now. And that's going to feature myself, uh, Marcus Dowling, who you heard on this one, and Casey Ray, formerly of the Future Music Coalition. Now he's he's uh, working over at SiriusXM. Uh, basically, uh, all the smartest people in the room except me. So so that's all coming up, uh, and we are out of here for, for this this edition here. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Do yourself a favor, get out and see some live music, and as always, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We will see you in a few. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>